Welcome, pour yourself a bowl of cereal, grab a spot on the couch, and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas. I'm your host, Jax, and this week we're going to take a little fun romp with the 2009 movie Band Slam. Doesn't sound familiar? Well, there's a little bit of marketing issues that made this seem like a completely different type of movie. One that most of I'm very annoying, and you know what? I think the movie's charming. So we're going to have a little talk about the new film, chit-chat for a bit, and go from there. First things first, what is the movie about? Well, hmm, Band Slam. Could it be about a band? (gasps) Yes, it's about a band. Basically, well, not just a band, though. There's this kid named Will. Will is so into music that when his mom and him move, get up and move, in his new town, he almost immediately finds a position as the manager for a ragtag group of local, not the, uh, what's the right word here? So the new school has the band they become the Misfits Band. Uh, Just a group of people cobbled together from here and there, and I'll go into that a bit more later, but Will becomes the manager for this group, and it's all about their journey, and it's about how they're all dealing with personal issues, and it's just a really heartwarming movie that I happen to really enjoy. Except for the fact that it looks like it was marketed as High School Musical, the High School Band Musical. Yeah, I'm still stuck on that because I'm still not very happy with that marketing because I think this movie could have done so much better and been a lot more interesting if, you know, other people actually saw it. So that's my urge today to get you all to maybe think about giving this movie a shot. Well, before we go into a little bit more chatty, why don't we take a break right here? I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Wait, I don't live in Bel Air. I can't afford that shit. No, we're going to take a little break a moment, hear a few words from some fellow podcasters, and I will be right back. I just realised, Tom, we got to do a promo for the Movie Source Rex podcast and we don't have any fucking music to go with it. We need to find a composer then, don't we? Someone like, maybe, Danny Elfman? Oh, God. How, how would that go? How'd, how'd... I don't know, but I feel like you're going to tell me. I imagine it goes something like... Something like that. If you want to hear more stuff like this, head over to the Moviesaurus Rex podcast. Or don't. Or, or don't. It don't, it don't really fucking matter, does it? Do what you want. But yeah, uh, maybe maybe do. Or don't. Please. <laughs> Please. Please listen to us. Are you afraid of what goes bump in the night? Have you or your friends ever pondered a conspiracy? Do you want to know more about the unknown? If so, then put on your tinfoil hat, sit down, and pick up your computer, tablet, or phone. Go to iTunes or YouTube and search for Secret Transmission Podcast and listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Follow us on Twitter for updates on shows. At Secret Transpod. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-P-O-D. Or you can email us suggestions at secrettransmission at hotmail.com. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-M-I-S-S-I-O-N at hotmail.com. Okay, we're back. Now for a little bit more about the movie, or more specifically the cast. We have a lot of up-and-comers. Well, I don't know if up-and-comers is the right word, because a lot of them are smaller actors, but there's a lot of really great smaller actors and known actors in this movie and then there's some bigger name stars for example 
uh, the top villain actually went to Ali Mishalaka? Mishalka? Okay. If about 10, 15 years ago, you remember there was a band called Ali and AJ. They were, their videos were played on Disney Channel if you were young enough then to remember that. Um, as well, Ali was in the short-lived TV, uh, CW TV show Wildcats. And her sister was in some horse racing movie. Uh, not Flicka, not... I don't remember, but she was in some horse racing movie. Anyways, <laughs> Allie from that group, the older sister, was in this movie. Oh, and the Disney Channel original movie, Cowbills. She was the older one with the curly hair. That was her. Uh, then we have Vanessa Hudgens. She's second build. She is from High School Musical and Spring Breakers and all that other lovely stuff. She plays Sam. I thought she did a very good job in this movie. It. She played the edgy girl, though, which I didn't quite feel as much just because I know her as being so wholesome, which I know is what she's trying to get away from, especially with Spring Breakers and all that, which I still have to see, well, which I still have yet to see, so we'll, we'll see if that ever becomes a reality. Um, but she still did a pretty good job. Um, her character had a nice arc, so... You know, and she played it well, so we'll go good. Then Galen Connell played Will. He was the kid I mentioned earlier who was the manager. We also had Scott Porter, who's from Friday Night Lights. Uh, and Lisa Kudrow played Will's mom. Um, besides that, a few other people, but those are just the main ones. So now we're, you know, and everything, everyone played the role really well. Lisa Kudrow, because she played the mom character, wasn't really in it very much. But there's still some heartwarming scenes there, and I, I feel they could have given her some more screen time, um, just build up her character a little bit more because there's a very emotional arc that Will goes through. All right, we're gonna go into a little bit of spoilers here. I'm gonna try to spoil everything, but usual warning, I babble, so we'll see. Basically, Will's father is not in his life because his life has been pr- uh, has been promised to the state correctional facility. His father had gotten a DUI and actually had an accident where someone got hurt. Uh, It was bad enough that he went to jail for it. And for whatever reason, Will was the type of kid who took responsibility. Like, he apologized to the other person's family and they were douchebags. And like, no, you 12-year-old who's trying to apologize for something your father did that you had nothing to do with and you know, have no reason to, you know, do this to us. No, we're not going to accept your apology. We're going to treat you like dirt. Yeah, unknown people, you suck. But he's taken the salons off like this. He's very emotionally unstable with it. And then to make it more fun, the kids at his old school, so the movie school he starts out at, all hate him and call him Dewey. As in D-U-Y. Dewey. And they mock him for his dad having a D-U-Y and all that happening. I... I remember high school. I don't. I'd like to think when I was in high school, we weren't that big of douchebags. Though I did have the people in my class in the middle school that made the teacher cry by stealing things from her travels. And I did go to school with a lot of assholes, so you know, not everyone was, but I can see it. But like an entire school making fun of someone for an act, like their father's accident, that is the biggest douchiest thing I can think of. And I'm like. Please tell me that was some studio head's decision that made it into the script. Because I know we need to give this kid, Will, some sort of complex here. But we don't need to 
include the school mocking him. Anyways, school's hell for some odd reason for Will. And his mom helps him out by she she gets a new job and they have to move. Which is just what Will wants because then he can get away from all this. Okay, so they move. Um, and at the new school, Will makes friends with Allie. Uh, her character's name is Charlotte. And with Vanessa, her character again, name was Sam. He makes fun of both of them, and he learns that they both used to be friends, but because of life events, they're no longer friends, and blah, 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 story arc, something. Will goes on, and I can't... Oh, there's a, apparently there's a band at the school, like a really big rock band, and they're going to kick ass at Bandsam, which is this really big local... I don't want to say local, because supposedly when the bands play, they're from all over... But this really big music event where law bands play and it's like a crowd arena and it looks... It, it's made to look like that concert from the end of The Rocker where just everyone is like there for like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction where it's just a huge rock concert. I, I'm concerned about the reality of that, but you know, maybe something is that big. To find out what's going on with this band because they, for some reason, are playing during lunchtime at the school... I don't know, principal loves them. I, I didn't get that part. They become... He gets the idea, and he starts a band. So he starts recruiting different people, and they have a keyboard player, a guitar player, a bassist, a cello player, um, just a trumpet player, a horn section. All these people join up, and they become like a really raging like ska band. Well, slight spoiler in that ska part, because originally... The song they're practicing, they're working on is a traditional rock song and then a ballad. And at the end, they pop up with a ska song. And I actually really like it. It's a cover of another popular song. And I, but I still, uh, from the 80s. So yeah, go you if you recognize the song. Uh, I do because Instinct may have covered it. And then I know the guy who originally covered it, there's a joke that has to do with Family Guy for him. So, okay, fine, I'll go to spoiler. So the guy who wrote the original song was Christopher Cross. In Family Guy, Chris Griffin, the son, his name is Christopher Cross Griffin. So I have that in my head to remember me. <laughs> that, is, that is the arc of the band. Now, within the band, Charlotte, her story arc is that her dad has, I think, cancer? Some kind of terminal illness. And she promised God that if he made her better, she would be, an, you know, if he saved her dad, she would be another person. I don't know if she promised God, but she just made that promise to the world that she will be a better person. So she, she did stroll friends, which is why she's not friends with Sam anymore. And she started volunteering for these, this after school program and trying to be a friend to all the friendless, and which is how she became friends with Will. Uh, but then, unfortunately, her dad, the world didn't keep up at their end of the bargain. And she's like, it didn't do anything. So there's no point in me being a good person and blah, blah, blah. And nah, 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 and the movie, yay, we're all still a good person. Spoiler. Sam's, <sighs> hers kind of do with that. And then hers also has to do a bit with stage fright. Because she is originally not wanting to be a, I think it was stage fright. There's some issue with her, okay. I didn't watch the movie right now, okay? I saw it a while ago, but I'm in a... I'm in a mood for this, to talk about this, so it's what we're talking about. But basically, I know there's a scene where her... Her mom is showing Will a video of her seeing a song, 
and she gets really upset because it was from a talent competition or something and she wasn't very happy. So there's some kind of story arc there, but it wasn't as much defined or as memorable. We'll put it that way. It wasn't as memorable as the others. So her thing wasn't as defined. Um, and then Lisa Kudrow is really is just being there for Will. That's it. That's all. Okay, so as you can see, it's a really sweet movie because there's also a subplot with Will and he always, his journal, his way of journaling is he'll write emails or he'll write letters to David Bowie. Fun fact. This is credit. This is a, this is David Bowie's last film credit. Can you guess he shows up in a small brief cameo? <laughs> um, but it's really cool for how it happens. And, you know, I just remember this movie, it looks like it takes place in the MySpace days, but I, I, I've been on Facebook since this time the movie came out and MySpace was waning a bit then, I believe. Let me phrase it. I just got one of the Facebook notifications that I've been friends with people since this movie came out. I know I have my, my, my Facebook longer because um, I'm always trying to early adopt the social media sites to snag my name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no life, but yeah, ever. Uh, but so, yeah, where to go from here? So the movie, I think, let's talk about more about why I feel about the movie. The movie, I think, is really good. It shows a really good story arc. The kid who played Will, uh, Galen, he did an amazing job. There's a lot of heartfelt issues going on with... No fucking way. Sorry, I'm up on his IMDb. For anyone who's seen the movie Chocolat, it stars Johnny Depp, and there's like a French town, and this woman opens a patisserie, uh, basically a chocolate shop during Lent, and Johnny Depp plays this Irish gypsy, and drama 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 chick flick there's a kid in it and apparently that was the kid who played well i was just looking for something to kind of let people know what else he's been in but yeah not much else and well he's been a few other things but he has nine acting credits so he's done a pretty good pretty good stuff uh looks somewhere he picks and chooses so that's cool so i thought i would just throw that out there (laughs) But the movie I thought was really good. The arc was good. The There's a good message there just with Will having to deal with everything. And it wasn't as cheesy. It was much more dramatic. It was not a fun high school musical type romp like it was marketed as. It was a more dramatic film. It is only rated PG, which I have a feeling was more to keep with that high school musical type marketing. And less to do with the actual content of the story. But I definitely urge you to check it out. And, you know, especially if you're in a band, you want to see something, a really good, you know, musical scene at the end. It's really great. Let's see. I've babbled enough. And that's really all I can think of right now. <laughs> I just want to go and try this thing. I want to give a little bit of reason for why I chose this movie. Because, you know, sometimes it's whatever the hell I threw out, I found on Netflix. But this time, there's a reason. I am currently in the middle of, like, music week, apparently. My, my brother... Jordan, uh, Jordan Waters, he was, he's guest starred on the show before. He is going to be having a mu- an album coming out. Uh, so it's, it's his first full-length album, and I've been helping him get it set up, editing it, getting it uploaded, working on some promotional materials, all those types of things. And so I've just been doing that all week, and we were actually submitting it to be printed, or not, not for printing yet. We were submitting it for online streaming today. And then once that's approved, we get to submit it for printing, which is going to start next week. So I've just been crazy working with that and helping my brother out and everything. And the other thing is, 
last night I went to the county fair to see a rock band I haven't seen. Oh, gosh, it's been over 10 years. Well, they haven't made music for six or seven years, and they released a new album. Um, but I haven't seen them since uh, the mid-2000s. Probably 2000... I don't want to say 2006, but maybe 2007. I saw them last, possibly. Mm, we'll figure it out. Uh, but I went to see Good Charlotte. Uh, they were a pop-punk band that was really big around the turn of the century. Oh, God, it feels weird to say that, but... They were really big, had two twin brothers as the lead singer lead singer and the, one of the head guitar player. And yeah, I'd seen them a concert a few times in the past with my brother and with some friends. And so me and some friends went out and checked it out. And it was a really good show. I managed to get us seats in the shade. It was 100 and something friggin' degrees. So you know what? We got shady seats. We got to see a great band. And the f- person in front of us finally stopped standing up on the bench so we could see around her. And I have to go publicly shame her on Instagram later. <laughs> no, there's a radio contest. They're talking about, like, show us sitting from your summer and put it on Instagram with this hashtag, the win tickets to the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, because I don't want to feel like a creeper. Mm-hmm. I'll go, yeah. But it's my summer. <laughs> so if anyone wants me to win them tickets, let me know and I'll post this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought I'd share why I was in the mood for a little bit of a musical movie. All right. Well, that's about it for today. I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners on TuneIn, iTunes, Podbean Player, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spreaker, everywhere else podcasts are streamed. In addition, I want to remind everyone that if you like this show even a little bit, why not consider becoming a Patreon? You can find more information at our website at www.nonoms.net. That's www.nonoms.net. And there'll be a tip jar and you can check it out if you want. No pressure. And yeah, thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. And until next week, bye.